Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Oh, my goodness. Woo! <laughs> I have had the most awesome few days. For real, for real. Make sure all my screens are up. Make sure y'all can see me. Okay, good. Y'all can see me. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad y'all are here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I know I've been gone for a few days when I tell you I have been living my best life. The last time I went live, I told you guys I was having a big birthday party and um, with, you know, friends and family and some of my tea sippers that were invited. Shout out to Troy's TV. He came through him and his homegirl, Cheyenne. Uh, they came all the way from LA, Freddie O., Dustin, it was so many people that came from out of town. Marquis, uh, Camella, Janissa, Zulika, thank you guys so much. Um, we had a ball. If you guys have not seen my Instagram, y'all go check it out. Um, it was just so fun. It was just really dope to like do this party on a boat, represent Leo season, because y'all know Leo's, honey. We're going to party the entire month. Yes, my birthday was July 29th, but I'm going to party the whole month because that's what Leos do. We don't celebrate one day. We celebrate the whole month. And what I realized, the reason why we do that is Leos, because when we were children, okay, a lot of y'all who have birthdays during the school year, y'all's parents bought in cupcakes. Y'all's parents bought cakes and candy for the class. All of us Leo summer babies, okay, including some of the cancers and some, I don't know who's at the Leo, but um, because we don't care. Uh, you know, these summer babies, we didn't get that. We didn't, nobody brought us cupcakes. We didn't get to invite our school friends to our birthday parties. We could only invite, if we had a birthday party, the neighborhood kids. So because we didn't get that special treatment in the classroom, we celebrate our birthdays all month long, okay? We celebrate the entire Leo season to make up for all them classroom birthdays that we did not have, okay? So we had a ball. Shout out to all the summer babies, honey. Listen, I said my son is a summer baby. Yes. Oh, Virgo. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at all people like, oh, it's Virgo. Shout out to Virgos. All the summer babies, shout out to y'all. We party for y'all. We had a bomb. When I tell you, we rented out an entire damn boat for four hours. We had the 360 booth on there. I have pictures and videos. Just shout out to everybody who came in the Twin Cities and just represented. It was nothing but positive energy with so much love. We had dope comedians on board. Shout out to Elliot Verlin. He came and just, you know, knocked it out the water. Do nasty. Shout out to my girl, Alina. She was the other Leo person that was celebrating with me. The DJ, Tiny Tunes. We just had a good time. You know, I really wanted to show, you know, my out-of-town friends and stuff, like how we get down to Minnesota. There's black folk here. We dance. You know what I'm saying? We we love hip-hop. We twerk. We have fun. And um, everybody that came from out of town just had so many wonderful things to say about the Twin Cities. It was good taking Troyce and everyone to, like, my old high school. We didn't go inside because it was closed. But I got to show them kind of, you know what I'm saying, like, what made me the person I am today? You know, took them to the hood, showed them the, you know, gentrification, took them to the south side, over to the George Floyd Memorial. Um, rest in peace to the person who got killed the next day, child. You know, it's still Minneapolis, it's still hood. Um, took them to, like, the suburbs. We went to the Mall of America. We went everywhere, child. We went everywhere. 
And um, just just thank you guys. Thank you to everybody who came. Thank you to the people. I know a lot of folks wanted to come, but there was only so much room on the ship. And the tickets sold out really quick, so I couldn't invite, like, everybody. Um, just the people who I knew for a fact, like, literally ran about their ticket as soon as I said something. So thank y'all for just coming and spending time with me. And last but not least, y'all like my hair? Thank y'all. That wasn't what I was going to say, but uh, thank you. Uh, what's your name? Floptina? <laughs> um, somebody said they like my hair. It just disappeared. But thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. So this is the gift. From some of the tea sippers in the Discord, y'all, they made me a scrapbook of just all the adventures we have gone through and been on um, from the live show in Atlanta. This is just so awesome. And I also posted it on Instagram, but they just literally, I don't know if y'all can see because it's kind of, you know, it's kind of bright. Let me kind of step back. Okay. And so they made like, they wrote letters and they have pictures. And this is just super meaningful to me. This is so special because if you guys don't know, I'm very old school. Okay. Y'all see them pictures in the background. I love physical pictures. I love physical print. You know, I have a lot of stuff on my phone. I have a lot of stuff in the cloud. So the fact that, you know, Janessa, you help, you know, get a hold of some of you on the discord and people sent over pictures and you guys sent over letters and just blessings and well wishes. You guys, it means so much to me. I'm not going to cry. I promise myself. But um, it just was so touching reading that. So I don't care what nobody says. I have like dope, like just the best. I don't even call y'all fans, like literally family. You guys are an extension of family and you guys are just the best. You guys go hard. You know what I'm saying? Y'all really support me. I mean, just even the, the presence I got. Thank you, Emily. Uh, thank you, Devin. You know, Emily with the, with the Game of Thrones, you know what I'm saying? With the dragon eggs. I appreciate you. Um, you guys just look out and it just means a lot to me. And that is why I go hard for my fans. That is why when I can do something, I can invite y'all and incorporate. Y'all can't invite, you know, all damn near million of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all don't even live in the country. But when I can incorporate tea sippers, I always will. Cause I just feel like you, you got to represent and you got to show love to the people who got you where you're at. So thank you guys. The ones who came to my birthday party to the ones who couldn't come, but just, you know, participated in making this scrapbook. Thank you for them from the bottom of my heart. Um, so I'm just, I'm on cloud nine. So on top of that, um, the, the birthday party and everything aside, um, you guys know that last week I told you guys that Spotify reached out to me and said that they want to put me on a billboard in the middle of New York City at Penn Station. And I was literally, I had an anxiety attack. I was crying. I felt very, very torn because I really wanted to physically be there. But it was also the same time as my birthday party. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, there was no way I could fly to New York for 24 hours, spend all this money, and then fly back and still have to entertain people and take people around. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to pass on New York and I asked if anybody, I'm like, if you just happen to be out there, could you take a picture and a video? And you guys did. And I, I have to show you guys this. I'm just so grateful, like for real, like how y'all really look out. I just, I got to show y'all this. This is just amazing to me. Let me share my screen really quick here. Shout out to all 4,000 people. Come on in. Come on in. So this is me here. Your girl, Lovely T, in the middle of Penn Station. My NYC tea sippers found this. Shout out to Purple Haze and shout out to Dario3 Marias. 
And Dario Thee Maria's, their situation is funny. Their best friend is a tea sipper, but she doesn't have social media. So she went down there and took the picture and then contacted her best friend, was like, can you please send this to T? Can you tag her in this? So thank you to you and your best friend. Um, please send me y'all's information. I would love to send y'all some merch, some gifts. I got your information, Purple. I got you. Um, but I'm just blown away. Look at that. Live video. That's me, little old me. Like, it's just a blessing, you know, even from the top. And then more videos. Like, people have been tagging me. It's just, it's amazing. And then Spotify also was shouting me out on Spotify podcast. You guys know I went down to New Orleans. Uh, what was that? In July. And I had did some stuff for for Spotify. And so they posted it. They One posted it. One of the affirmations it. that keeps me going is thinking positively and believing in yourself, knowing that you can do whatever you put your mind to it, and always remaining humble. Man, I'm like so happy, y'all. Like, you know, it's just amazing. And just all the love and the congratulations from you guys on on Instagram and in the DMs and you know, you guys replying back to my Instagram story, my YouTube story. Um, just thank you guys. And thank you to Spotify. Like, just, whoo, do not cry, lovely T. <laughs> thank you to Spotify. Um, because it is so hard to do what, not just what I do, but what a lot of people do. It's hard to put yourself out there. It's hard to stand in your shit, even though the whole world might call you crazy, say they don't want to hear you. I was doing this before it ever became popular when people would be like, shut the F up, you stupid B. Who do you think you are, Oprah? Not everybody's doing commentary. And for them to just embrace me the way they have, just myself, I didn't have to coon, I didn't have to clown. I wasn't out here acting, you know, crazy. You know, I wasn't doing stupid shit for attention. They just embraced me and my platform. They just allowed me to speak my truth on my podcast. They just made a platform for me and my tea sippers. And um, I'm, I'll be forever grateful to Spotify because as long as I've been on YouTube, YouTube has never done that. Okay. Now they've done little things, you know, YouTube black and we appreciate YouTube black. But why hasn't YouTube ever had people like me uh, and, and Jackie, uh, you know, Shalom, you know, just a bunch of like really positive, um, aloha, positive black female, you know what I'm saying, content creators. Why haven't we been invited to VidCon? Why haven't we been on the VidCon stage? You know what I'm saying? Like, think about this. Three years ago, Tana Mojo almost got people killed at VidCon. People's out there passing out from heat stroke. She did TanaCon despite VidCon. She just sold tickets, did not care, took the money and ran, and then played Karen, played victim. And then two years later, YouTube apologizes to her and allows her to come to VidCon. So it's like, we don't get treated fairly here as Black content creators. So when I find a platform that embraces me and embraces my Blackness and supports my truth, I'm going to rock with them. So thank you so much, Spotify. Like, you could have never told me you know, me coming from St. Paul, Minnesota, from the hood, whatever, that I would be in the middle of New York City on a huge billboard that's going to be seen by potentially thousands of people. 
You know what I'm saying? That is a blessing. And I like the fact that I was able to get that. I didn't have to compromise myself. I didn't have to make up shit. You know what I'm saying? I was able to stand on my integrity. And that's what I tell people. The journey might take a while. It might be long. Yeah, we, you know, it's hard to not just go viral and be popping overnight. But eventually, I'd rather have longevity and integrity than just a quick rise to fame. And then you just, you know what I'm saying, kaputs. You know what I'm saying? Blow up and fizz out. So thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, thank you, ladies and gents who like tag me in pictures, who took pictures of the billboard and video because you guys know I couldn't make it to NYC. That just really made my day when I seen that because I was like really like crying a few days before this because I'm just like I was so torn. But I feel like I can live vicariously through y'all's videos and pictures. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, T-Sippers. Thank you to everybody who's just really supporting my platform and goes hard for me. I really, really appreciate it, you guys. So this has been awesome. I'm so happy, man. Y'all just don't know. I'm, like, just super ecstatic. Like, this has just been, like, the best, like, I think this has been, like, the best summer since before 2020 for me. Like, i just been kind of everywhere, been doing a lot of stuff. We did the live podcast show. I did the thing in New Orleans was down at BT, you know, and then we did the birthday party. So it's just been a lot going on and I'm just super, super ecstatic. So let me go ahead and just read some of these messages and we're going to go ahead and get on to the stories. Um, Shelby Young sent 499. She says, hey, auntie, can't wait to watch the playback after work. Love you. Love you too. And thank you so much, sis. Um, Asher1028 says, congrats on your billboard in New York and happy birthday. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Luther's boy, what's up? He said $99. Thank you, Luther's boy. He says, happy birthday, T. Just wanted to give a shout out. Congratulations on the billboard. Past due for your recognition from mainstream media. You deserve all your flowers. The world needs to know your name. Love you always. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, Luther's boy. I really appreciate you. Um, Let's see here. Molly C. sent $10, says, hey, my Minnesota sis, just wanted to show some love. I'm glad I caught a live today. You're doing big things, my sis. I'm proud of you from one African to another. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat, and thanks for tuning in. Um, Omo Ayaz, I know I probably mispronounced that, but I'm sorry. They sent five. They said, happy belated birthday, T. Please help me with my Discord I've never missed a payment. Love you. Send me an email. Send me an email. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Neek Brown says, hey, it's Purple Haze. This is my first super chat. I'm glad you like the photos and the video. You're amazing. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. And once again, thank you for taking the pictures and the videos for me. That just, that made my day. That meant a lot to me. So thank you. Um, the girl is real sentence says happy belated birthday. I'm glad you're done celebrating because these YouTube streets have been dry as fuck. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank y'all. Now I've been gone, child. I've been just kicking it, having a ball, but yeah, I got to get back to work. You know what I'm saying? I got to get back to work. I got, um, some deep dive. I got a deep dive coming too. So I've been working on that in between. So yes, the videos are going to be coming. So I, I'm officially back. Every, every, all the partying is done. You know what I'm saying? So thank you. Um, let's see here. Dominique. Symphony 9. She says, oh my God, oh my God. This is my first super chat. Love you. By the way, what are your thoughts on the government raiding Trump's house? 
I'll talk about that at the end. Y'all remind me and I'll tell you what I think at the end. So thank you, sis. Um, Mora Sam 499 says, congratulations, auntie. You are a genuinely great person and creator. You deserve this OGT sipper. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thanks for coming through, love. Kayla Babb sent 10 says, happy birthday, queen. You deserve every blessing your way. Have you looked into doing birthday shout outs? Send in love from a Virgo. Thank you so much. I've never done that. I've never looked at that. I know people have told me there's like some app where you can like get paid to like give people shout outs. I haven't gone on there yet. I'm not be willing to do it. I just have to find some time. I forgot the app's name. Um, I'm so glad y'all missed me. Oh my God. People are like, I really missed you. I missed y'all too. Thank you. Um, I am the sun sun says auntie. I knew in my heart you were going to go live on my birthday. Keep beating to the, your own drum around the sun. Congratulations, Leo gang gang. Happy birthday to you, fellow Leo. And thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate you. Okay, it's Cameo. Yes, that's what it's called, Cameo. A few people have asked me to get on there, but I, I've just never done it. But I'll look into doing something like that. So thank you. Um, Let's see here. Billy got me doing, oh, Bill's got me doing this. Sin5 says, we Samoans rock with you, sis. Um. Okay, I'm a butcher, but I'm a tribe. Manua Li Aosa Fanau means happy birthday in Samoan. I tried, Chad. I tried. Thank you for the super chat, and that is so dope. I didn't even know I had Samoans who watched me. Thank y'all. Thank you to the uh, Samoan community. Y'all are some beautiful people, so thank you so much. Um, Yadira J says, I've been watching you since 2016. Now I see you on a billboard right across from where I work. Oh my gosh. I am proud to be a tea sipper and a supporter and a fan. God bless you. Thank you so much. And God bless you too. And isn't it amazing to go from being here to being on a billboard in New York? Man, enjoy it for me in person. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Devoted Orange, Sam 499 says, love you, sis. Love you too. Thank you. Um, Ayalina2340 says, hey, love, I've been a quiet tea sipper for over eight years. You look beautiful as always. You are a true gem and we love you. I love you guys too. Thank you guys so much. Man, it's been a lot going on, man. And I, I really appreciate you guys. I really appreciate the love and the support. Um, So I want to go ahead and just talk about a lot of the stuff that is going on here currently. So... Now, who remembers when I did the video about a year, year and a half ago concerning all of these AIs? And like I said, I use the word AI interchangeably. To me, AI can be, you know, Lambda, the computer program. It can be FNICA. It can be little Michaela. There's also little Kwee I like her. I'm not going to lie. I do follow the little Kwee baby child. You know, she know how to see walk and two step. I like little Kwee um, there's also, you know, we also had Sophia the robot and her whole damn crew taking over, right? So I did the video and I told y'all, um, it was when FM Mika was rapping and he was challenging. He was saying that he wanted to dethrone James Charles. And I said, I don't like this. I said, you know, I, you know, I'm not James Charles. I'm not, J I'm not a James Charles fan like that. But I don't like this AI threatening us real influencers and shit. You know, he's like, hey, y'all need to, you know, follow me and support me. We need to overthrow James Charles. He's one of the biggest on YouTube. I need to be the biggest. And so I was calling it out. I said, this doesn't feel right. And so 
I don't know. I guess it, it felt right to other people because people started following this damn AI robot. I guess it was the glowing green eyes, right? So people like really like blew up FN Mika. And FN Mika's creator was watching my videos because remember they were doing little shit to like mess with me. They'd be writing little cryptic messages to like try and scare me and shit. Like we're going to take over. I forgot the other little robot, but their creators were watching my videos. Remember I came back and I'm like, y'all see this shit that they're writing? They're trying to throw a little cryptic shade. <laughs> y'all remember that? Right? I was going back and forth with these damn AI people. And so now FM Mika is so popular now. He is officially signed to Capitol Records and has a legitimate song on the billboard um, with uh, Gunna and who else, child? And the Fortnite streamer clicks. So they have a whole feature with FN Mika. And of course, FN Mika is even more cocky, child. Now, I told you I had to stop watching FN Mika because for some reason, he was doing something to me. I was starting to like, I don't know if I was falling for him. This is just me keeping it real. And it wasn't just me because I asked other girls and they were feeling the same way. I got, I got caught in a trance watching the video of him taking off his shirt. I don't know. He was swagged out. Them ass was looking right. Them eyes was glowing. I don't know. But I watched this video literally like I couldn't stop watching it. It was so weird. He just had me like in trance. And so I remember I, I hit up RG. Yes, it's, it's, it's crazy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I hit my jazz like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm falling for this robot, but I'm scared. And she even told me, this is a Christian woman, a good Christian woman, okay? She said she got caught up watching FM Mika too, that she went after my video and searched him up and she got caught watching that video like on a loop and she had to pray about it. It was that bad child. We just prayed about it. We was like, please break us from deliverance from FN Mika. <laughs> it was crazy. If y'all watch him, it's something about him. Yes. Computer love, honey. We had to pray about it. So I have not been on his page since then because I was scared because I really was like low-key, like low-key falling for him. He was like, I don't know. He was swaggy and shit. I don't know. And then, like I said, they were sending me subliminals. So it was just weird. And so um, I haven't been over there. So then a few tea sippers was like, after we posted the Michaela story about her getting signed to Pac Sun, a few tea sippers were like, I hope you know FM Mika just got signed. I said, you're lying. And then we went to go research and it was true. So let me go ahead and show y'all this. Yes. It's something about his eyes. Y'all see that damn thumbnail? Okay? You see that thumbnail made y'all click and come on in, okay? So he is officially signed. This is just insane to me. Um, so let me go ahead and share my screen here. Where is he at? Child. Oh, here it is. Okay. I got to lower the music. But that's him in this virtual studio rapping. And y'all see me swagged out. And so this is what I wrote. I said, first, little Mika. This is her right here. That's little Mika. She's the official influencer face now for Sun. And you can't tell her shit. She's gloating. She's happy. She basically then took a bag, <clears throat> okay, from a lot of these big white influencers. Michaela is coming for that bag. So 
I wrote down first, Little Michaela got signed to be a PacSun influencer. Now AI rapper FM Mika has signed to Capitol Records. He's the world's first AI artist to sign to a major label. Artist, influencer, Web3 resident, all in one, FM Mika blurs the line between humans and computers. With his over-the-top flexing, okay, that flex and be pulling you in, and extravagant sense of style, he has rapidly amassed billions of impressions across the internet since his independent release of his song, Moonwalking, Speed Demon, okay, and the internet. With one with over 1 billion and 10 million followers on TikTok alone, he is the number one virtual being on the platform. This is how much people got entranced into FM Mika. First of all, he has a hibachi grill in his car. That right there is swag, okay? Usually when we do a hibachi, we got to go to the restaurant. He can just go into his car and there's a robot in his car cooking him hibachi. I don't know. It, 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 I was impressed. I was like, shit, come pick me up for a date. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, then it goes on to say that uh, Click's goal is to create music people can use in their streams and videos. FM Mika and Clicks join forces with Billboard's 200 to uh, chart-topping artist, Gunna, on an explosive new single, Florida Water. Ratchet-ass Florida. Um, then they go on to say, which was produced by Turbo, Travis Scott, Young Thug, and Little Baby, and executively produced by mixtape legend DJ Holiday, Gucci Man, and Nicki Minaj. So it looks like even the rappers are now invested. They're co-signing FN Mika. And the thing that I find very interesting is that you're basically co-signing your own replacement. Because if he blows up enough, it, I mean, just think about like how much money they can make using FN Mika and how much they'll save as well. He'll never get sick. He won't be knocking up a bunch of, you know, Instagram models and going to child support court. He won't be, you know, getting our allegations, essay allegations on him. They can turn him off at any time. He can work as much and there's no complaints. He's an attention whore, so he loves it. I mean, like, this is the wave if you really think about this. And little Mika getting a PacSun deal. Yeah, he's never going to go to jail. He's never going to, you know, he can, he can promote all types of fuck because he does. He can promote all types of gang bang, drug culture, all that stuff. But meanwhile, in the safety of his AI world, right? Little Mika. She's never going to get fat. She's never going to age. No one's going to knock her up. Okay? They don't have to pay any type of, you know... Pregnancy insurance, you know, uh, parental leave and none of that stuff. This is like, you got to think about this. This is like the wave, okay? There's already a dark-skinned Sudanese AI model. I think her name is Sudu. I might be wrong. But she's like killing it in the modeling game. She's modeling for Prada and all types of shit. Bitch, I want a model for Prada. I get it. I'm not, you know, six foot one and a hundred pounds, but damn it, us human beings would let her walk the runway for Prada and she's doing it virtually. So again, this is a merger of man and machine. And the next step is to basically get people really invested into the metaverse, because soon what they're going to do is use these AI influencers 
to entrance you to go into the metaverse because now you can really physically, right, put yourself in the metaverse with FM Mika. So now instead of watching him from your physical laptop like we're doing, now we can put on these, you know, VR glasses and go into the metaverse and really like dap them up and give them hugs. And hell, they, they're inventing sex suits. So he might be breaking us out. Well, not me, damn it. I'm, I'm cool. But you know what I'm saying? Like you could probably like in the future sleep with FN Mika. Just think about that. They're creating virtual sex suits so you can feel all types of sensations. We've talked about this in the Discord. There's a lot of crazy stuff coming down the pipeline with this whole metaverse and AI situation, right? So, I mean, it's crazy. Good thing is you can't get pregnant by them, but that's just weird. It's just very weird. You know, so I just think that this is the wave. And I think that people need to like, be careful what you wish for. Because right now it might seem cool, but if AI can do everything quicker and better than humans with no complaints, what is the point of us? What is the point of humanity? You have AI, um, what are them things called? Um... It just like literally left my mind. Y'all can write it. The ones that do art. Like you can have it like draw the Mona Lisa. You can have it draw like you can be like, oh, draw a picture of a huge home in the middle of, you know, farmhouse in the middle of Kentucky and it will do it. It's a program. So it's like these these robots, these AI programs are taking over, you know, and I just find it like just really, really interesting, like how fast this has come. Like this was just a year ago, okay, that I was talking about little Mika, little Kwee Kwee, you know what I'm saying? I was talking about all of this a year ago and to see like fast forward a year later, this AI man now has over a billion views. He has 10 million followers on TikTok. He's verified all over social media and now he's on the billboard. So, you know, rest in peace to all the all the, the babies and shit who have goals of being rappers and singers. Rest in peace to all the folks who, you know, are taking voice lessons and learning how to write music and, and, and doing things to elevate themselves so that way they can eventually be the next, you know, big person in the industry. Because now you can just be replaced. Now they can be like, we don't have any use for you rappers. We can just create a bunch of FM Mikas. If you think that he's going to be the only one, shit, trust me, in the next few months, there's going to be a whole click. Just like how you have ASAP, you know, the ASAP mob and all those, you know, rappers from those little clicks. There'll be a whole, you know what I'm saying, FN mob. It'll be FN Mika, FN and Sneaker, FN Rika, FN Chica. You know what I mean? There'll be like a whole crew. <laughs> There'll be a whole crew of these damn AI robots, Okay. So right now we have little, you know, uh, Malika, uh, Michaela, and she's like legit with Sun. So let me show y'all her. She was gloating. They had her in front of a virtual Pax, Sun store. So this is what they're saying. Sun's latest spokesperson has started calling herself the queen of the metaverse. Okay, catch those T's. She's calling herself the queen of the metaverse, meaning that she wants people to come join her in the metaverse and be her subjects. Okay. And they're saying here for the competition that suddenly appeared in the spaces, she does not boast an advantage. She already lives online. The real the retailer is entering a partnership with Michaela, the internet's first ever virtual influencer. 
The two will join forces on social content as well as a back to school and holiday campaign throughout 2022. Michaela is known as Little Michaela, first gained traction on Instagram in 2016. Although she although she has all the features and mannerisms of a 19-year-old LA native, she exists solely online. Still, her 3 million Instagram followers know, known as Michaelians, so they even have a fandom name for her, her fans. They're Michaelians. Leave hundreds of comments on her posts complimenting her youthful look and authenticity. I mean, that it's, it's really scary because y'all are complimenting her youthful look as if she's human. She's never going to age. So while you're complimenting her at 21 right now, you're 21, you're complimenting her, you're telling her she looks good. Well, you're getting older. She's not. So she's going to take from you. <laughs> like, I, like, I would never compliment an AI. Well, like, what is there to compliment? She's, the, she's never going to change. She doesn't wrinkle. Her hair's not going to fall out. She's not going to get fat. Like, why would I compliment something that's fake? That's silly. Now, her outfit is cute. I'll compliment an outfit. An outfit is an outfit. But I'm not about to compliment your damn looks and shit. You're fake. That's silly. Um, then they're saying here, the two just clicked. And this is what Michaela is saying. She's saying, I'm so excited to be working with Sun on this campaign. As, as of, hold on, as a fan of their fits, vibe, and vision, I couldn't be happier to partner up as we explore what the future of fashion and culture looks like for the new generation. PacSun took its first steps into the metaverse with a virtual store and NFT art collections earlier this year. But securing the social media phenomenon as an official, spoke, as an official spokesperson is a big win for the teen dream realtor. A connection that stemmed from their participation in complex land as the metaverse became the hottest, became a hotter topic in fashion, PacSun is hoping to strengthen its connections to its core demographic, which is exploring the digital space. So that is little Michaela rocking her, her gear. Um, here go some other pieces that she's rocking. So it's very interesting. The, the thing I also find interesting about this story is that they're using little Michaela, um, to promote back to school clothing. But I, I'm confused. Does she go to school? What do her grades look like? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just find this weird. Maybe I'm old. Okay. I, I celebrate another birthday. God is good. I don't get this. Well, like, well, she's promoting back to school. Has she ever been to school? What school did you go to little Michaela? What what the grass look like? What that GPA look like? I'd rather see actual human children who are going to school get PacSun deals and make extra money modeling PacSun clothing. So my thing is, who's getting this money? Obviously, the creative little Michaela. They're getting the money. So is the creative little Michaela a nineteen year old child? Of course not. It's a grown ass you know man who's like you know what I'm saying who's like the 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 person who created her. So everybody's eating off of Michaela, but Michaela. So this rabbit hole goes really, really deep with this whole AI, even with the deep fakes. I think I might end up doing a deep dive because it goes very, very deep. And especially when you start researching the people who are behind these AI avatars and these personalities. The guy who's behind FN Mika 
you know, Efemika for the most part is racially ambiguous, right? But his swag, let's keep it real. His swag is supposed to be black. You know, his swag is supposed to be considered African-American. But of course, they make him more racially ambiguous so that way other races can see themselves in him. But the person who's behind Efemika is an Asian man. You know what I'm saying? It's an Asian man who created him. He's behind everything. So it's very, very interesting when you start finding out the people who are behind these characters, you know, because the person behind Sophia, the robot, it's a man that's behind that as well. But they're able to play like they're another race. They're able to play like they're another gender. So it's just very, very interesting. You know, when you really think about how deep this goes and the fact that, you know, they're trying to normalize this. And my thing is, it just kind of sucks because, again, where does that leave the human population in a few years? What happens to kids who dream of being models or, you know, having a side hustle as, you know, a model or who dream of getting into music and entertainment? And even now in the fast food industry, a lot of people are being replaced. You know, they have McDonald's now where there's really nobody there besides maybe some of the cooks. But you're ordering your food on a, you know, on a robot. You got robots bringing foods out at certain restaurants. You know, robots collecting dishes. I was at Walmart one day. There was a whole damn robot mopping the floor. I said, what kind of shit is this? Am I in the Jetsons? I was shook. I had to pull out my damn uh, camera phone and record it. Just, just cleaning the floor. And he would stop. He made sure not to run into nobody. He would stop and stuff and then keep going. I'm just like, this is insane to me. That could be a job right now that you're paying a human being at least $10 an hour to do. But then again, it's part of it. Some of our, you know, some of it, our fault is humans. You got a lot of humans who think that they're better than certain jobs or too good to work certain jobs. You know, everybody wants to be a, a celebrity. They don't really want to do manual work anymore. So is part of this some of our fault? That there's not enough work to go around. So now they're like, well, since human beings feel like they're too good to sweep them mop floors, we'll give the jobs to robots. And then the company gets to keep the money. So this job replacement <laughs> theory is becoming more and more real. And I, when I first just heard this of, you know, first little Michaela and not FN, I'm just like, this is insane because I caught this over a year and a half ago. Like, this is not cute to me. Like, okay, fine. Y'all want to play games on Instagram and TikTok and amass followers. That's cute, okay? It's no different than, you know, escapism, watching a movie and, you know, whatever. But when they start interfering with the real world, when he can start getting credit on the billboard, I'm not cool with that. I'm not a rapper. You know, I'm a bootleg rapper. You know, let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can rap other people's songs and shit. But if I was a real rapper, I'd feel a way about this. That's why I'm just very surprised that these black rappers are jumping on here to collab with him. Like, this is y'all's replacement. This is not cute. Just like I took offense when he was trying to challenge James Charles. No, you're not coming for influencers. Get the hell out of here. Talking about, you know, you want to be the head influencer and you want to dethrone James Charles. Absolutely not. We are human beings. We need our damn jobs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this at all. You know, it's one thing for them to be on the internet, you know, playing games on Instagram and, oh, this is my outfit. It's cute. Look what my, look, look what my master drew on me. Cute. But now that she's getting contracts and shit that could be going to human beings, I'm not feeling that. Okay. I'm not feeling that. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm not here for this foolishness. Let me go ahead and read some super chats here. Um, let's see. Uh, hold on. My screen just refreshed. Lady Lex says, I blame Sita. Remember her? Them is her cousins. <laughs> I remember Sita's world. You couldn't tell her nothing. She was sassy. She'd cuss you out in a heartbeat, too. She was the little robot avatar that was on um, BT. And they allowed her to host for like an hour. She would just host music videos. Yep, we remember Sita's world. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Flop Tina sent 499. She says, T, you aren't old for thinking this AI stuff is weird. I feel the same way. It gives me MK Ultra vibes. Happy birthday to you, Queen. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Yeah, it's definitely strange to me. I just, I don't get this. Um, and the fact that people are jumping on this and supporting this, and it's like, yo, this is your replacement right now. Because if this if this song ends up blowing up and becoming really successful, and especially people start making TikTok dances and it becomes the next hot thing, if y'all think that they're going to stop with FM Mika, you're sadly mistaken. Like I said, they're going to make a whole crew. And then the record label is going to look at it like this. It's better to invest in these AI robots because, again, they're not going to end up in jail. Look how much money Gucci Man invested in Pooh Shiesty. Where is Pooh Shiesty now? Sitting his ass in jail. Gucci Man is invested in several artists and they're arrested and they're sitting in jail. So, you know what I'm saying? Labels lose money like that. Right now, the, the, the boy from Jacksonville who was rapping about, you know, all this drill shit, he's sitting in jail right now with his daddy for killing somebody in the drive-by. Record label lost money. Whoever has signed the little boy in the Bronx... What's his name? The little drill rapper in the Bronx, Bronx, the Puerto Rican boy that killed somebody at the barbershop. He was getting signed. They don't lost money on him. I can't keep with all these little jailbirds, child. I'm trying to. <laughs> can't keep with all these little thuggish ass jailbirds. But they lose money off of this. So if they can still. Thank you, K-Flock. Shout out to the Bronx. Thank y'all. His name just like slipped my mind. But um, if they can invest in AI rappers, right? And had them doing cool shit like having Herbachi girls in their, you know what I'm saying, Rolls Royces. And you figure he can perform now. He can go, we can physically go to a concert and watch him perform because why we have hologram technology. So they can have him come out on stage and perform. There's a TV show where um, I think on NBC where they perform with holograms. So we could physically go see him even if we're not in the metaverse. And I think this is what they're conditioning people for. And they're going to start pitching this like this is a lot safer alternative than investing all this money in the NBA young boys and, the you know, um, YSL, you know, gonna uh, young thug. Look at all the shit that they're facing right now with all these Rico indictments. So this could be a way to solve the hip hop problem. Still put out good music, you know, because at this point, y'all really don't care about lyrics, honey. Y'all don't care who writes a song as long as it's a hot beat. You can shake your ass to it. You know what I'm saying? It's a, you can make a cool TikTok dance. This generation doesn't really care about lyrics like that. That's just not a big deal. So anybody can write lyrics for these AIs as long as it's hot. Y'all will bang it. It will go viral. So for these rappers to be jumping on and being featured, y'all are silly because this is y'all's replacement. Y'all are goofy for that. I would never jump on an FN Mika feature. Absolutely not. If he wants to drop his own music, that's his business. But I wouldn't co-sign it because, again, look at most of the people who are, who are co-signing him. Y'all staying some shit. Gunna's currently in jail. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Like Gunner right now is in jail, but you're on this track with him. That is your replacement. I'm just saying. Like you can't make this shit up. It's insane. Uh, let me see here. That Dab TV. What's up, Daniel? He sent five. He said, what's up, T? Glad you're back, love. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming through, Daniel. Appreciate you. Um, Shaz B says they might as well bring back Sita. Yup, everybody's saying that. Thank you for the um super chat, love. Uh, Shedrion sent $20, sent a super sticker. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Mama Jazz says, funny how both of his singles are named after Michael Jackson's songs slash phases. This has to be intentional. I picked that as well. That is very true. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, Journey with Kareen, Sam499 says, I'm late, but congratulations on your well-deserved recognition. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, love. Um, Nick PJ sent 1999, says, hey, auntie, congratulations on everything. I can't wait till I see the billboard when I travel to dance class in the city. You're amazing and your longevity is everything. Can't wait till the Discord gets open. Thank you so much, Nick. I appreciate you. And thank you for the support. I hope you get a chance to see the billboard. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Jesse Adams says, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't heard a single viral single song by this AI. Didn't even know he was popular. Yeah, he's very popular now. He's even bigger than he was a year ago. So thank you. Uh, Jennifer Owens. Says, been watching you forever. You're my sis in my head. You deserve nothing but great things happening for you. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through. Um, Kat Risa sent $20. Thank you for the super chat, Kat. Appreciate you. Um, Anna Elisa Vita says, us Asian slash Italians love you too. You got fans of every color all over the globe. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for the love and support. It means a lot to me. Uh, Beast sent five dollars. What's up, Beastly? He says, from the bounce Wendy's check to an NY billboard. I'm so proud of you, sis. <laughs> you remember that old video? Thank you so much. Yes, we've come a long way, child. A long way. We couldn't afford Wendy's, honey. Them checks was bouncing. <laughs> God is good. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yes, child, we had to skirt up out there, out the drive-thru. This check is bad. Oh, shit, kid, we won't be eating today. <laughs> Man, if you know, you know. Thank you so much, love. Um, Tanel sent $9.99, says, yes, congratulations on all of your success. And cry, mama, don't hold it in. There are tears of joy, well-deserved. Thank you so much, Tanel. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through, sis. Um, Let's see here. Sandra Richardson sent 10. Says, Auntie, we love you so much. And we will forever stand 10 toes down for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all. I mean, y'all are so wonderful. Thank you, guys. For real, for real. Um, Miss New Money Boss says, Snapchat even used a clip of you on their homepage. I've seen that. My homegirl sent me a video. It was something that had to do with Sierra and Russell Wilson. And my girl is not even on social media, but she's on Snapchat. And she was like, what are you doing in a video with Sierra and Russell Wilson? I said, what damn video? I ain't never met them people. And so she sent me like, uh, she screen recorded it. And they like took one of my old YouTube videos and like inserted it like a major company. And then other people started sending it to me on Instagram. 
um, can I get a check? Like, like they use all my old clips. They don't ask permission. They don't tell me nothing. And I always find out from other people. Just like, remember, like a year ago, everybody kept hitting me at the time when I was on the ID channel. Shit, a bitch was scared. I'm like, I didn't even do nothing. I'm at home running my business. I'm thinking like, damn, what happened? Everybody's like, you're on the ID channel. You're on the ID channel. So I'm nervous. Like, what did I do? <laughs> ID channel could have warned me first. Come to find out they took one of my YouTube clips where I was dragging this damn killer, this damn girl who, who she was texting her boyfriend and encouraging him to kill himself. And I drug her for the field. They just took my clip and put it on the ID channel. Some people can't hit me up like you're on the ID channel. What the hell I am? I ain't done shit. <laughs> and it was them. They stole my clip. So I don't know. These companies, they have no shame, child. At least let me know if you're going to use my shit. So at least I can promote it and be happy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they got me on Snapchat on their front page. So telling you that they're going back and watching them old, them old YouTube videos. I've been speaking the truth for years. That was an old clip that they used too. So it's very fun that they've made that into like some type of series or something. Um, but let me see here. Uh, hold on, my screen just refreshed. Moriah said nine ninety nine and says those AI seek this is be like one one zero zero one one zero zero. You're a mess. <laughs> she wrote a bunch of code. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. You're a mess. Um, Molly C sent $10 and says, I'm more surprised that Pac Sun still exists. More than 10 years ago, all the Pac Suns around me were closed. Yeah, they're still around. They're still popular. They're, there's one at the Mall of America, my kids shop there. So yeah, they're still really popular with teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Kiera sent $4.99. She said there's an animated show on Netflix called Carol and Tuesday. That takes place in the future where AI is the majority and humans are the minority. Wow. I haven't heard of that, but that sounds like straight up predictive programming. That's what that sounds like to me. That's very interesting. I might have to check that out. Thank you. Um, somebody says, sue they asses. Child, y'all know how much lawsuit. Y'all y'all be wanting people to sue for everything. I can't sue them. Lawsuits cost too much. They can have the clip, child. They can have the clip. You know, they're way bigger than me, so they can afford a lawsuit for my ass. I was just, I just want to know, you know what I'm saying? Just let me know when y'all use my clips just so I can, you know, I want to watch. I don't want to be surprised and shit. Because like I said, that ID channel, that was not good. You know what I'm saying? Getting that text at like one o'clock in the morning. I was I was like, damn, what I do? Nervous as hell. Well, yeah, that'd be nice. They told me. Um, Let's see here. Alex says, seeing the rise of AI artists is scary. Check out Miku. Hasun. She's an AI artist with concerts in Japan and LA. Check out Vol the Volcanoids. All of the AI are virtual. I've heard of the Volcanoids. I remember uh uh Tim Four Weekend was talking about that on the Discord. They're big in Japan. They're like these huge AI holograms and they go out on stage and they perform concerts and stuff like that. So yeah, they're definitely, you know trying to like merge man into machine. They're definitely trying to like make this AI human connection where we look at them as people and it just, you know, where we're so brainwashed and enamored by them. It's almost like the frog in the pot. You know, if you put a frog in a pot and you slowly turn on the heat and the water starts to boil, he won't move until the final second. And by then his legs have melted. 
that's how I feel when it comes to like this whole AI thing. You know, we're like the frogs in a pot of boiling water. And we're just looking at like, oh, this is so dope. And oh, look at his abs. Or oh, Michaela is so pretty and young. And then soon they'll just be taking over, child. <laughs> There'll be an AI in my spot talking about the day I got time, cuz. <laughs> With that damn robot voice and shit. Like, what the hell? This is crazy. So let me see. I've been, oh my God, we've been out here for an hour. Time be flying. Shout out to everybody in the house. Thank y'all for tuning in. Please hit that like button. Um, so I want to go ahead and talk about this next topic here. So I want to hit on this really quick concerning Omarion and Jay Boog. Okay. Um, so if you guys don't know, Omarion is really trying to push this documentary. Omega. And I talked about this a few weeks ago and I told you how I felt. I felt like he was full of crap by coming out with this documentary because he recorded all this footage damn near three years ago. Like literally Nipsey Hussle was still alive. Oh, watermelon. Yes. Thank you for the watermelon emoji. So he had recorded this footage years ago. So once the, his crew made fun of him during the, you know, the whole versus battle, now he wants to come out with this documentary, basically blasting B2K. So there's a new video that has come out, and I can't play all of it, but basically in this video, he's showing how Jay Boog and them made fun of Raz B. And so this kind of bothers me because it's to me, it's not genuine what Omar, what O Watermelon is doing. It's showing his narcissism. Ooh, piece of hair. Okay, there we go. Let me brush it back. So let me go ahead and show y'all this here. It's just a short clip. When someone's energy they're they're agitated or moving around and you know, he wasn't focused and he was saying things and you know, I was just like, yo, this was was good. We find out that what triggered him, what agitated him, was that Boog wore a t-shirt that said, I don't feel safe. That was clearly a reference to what Raz had said. In New York. Raz being officially off the tour. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. Because I feel like Chris Stokes is around. I wasn't really picking up that. Okay, I don't want to play the whole thing. Just because, you know, y'all know, child, can't play the whole thing. So, you know, a lot of like, I wasn't really feeling that. You know, Jay Fizz was wrong, you know, for like messing with him and this and that. Okay. This is my issue with this whole B2K thing. And at this point, I feel like these people were never friends. Um, they were literally in a group just getting money together because their divisiveness to me is very, very strange. I, I, you know, just even the fact that he's putting out this documentary says a lot because you're not putting it out to be genuine. He's not putting it out to like really say what it is. He's putting it out to spite Jay Boog and the rest of the members and make them look bad and kind of throw them under the bus. Now, if you guys don't know, he had some type of screening. Now, y'all remember what I did my event in Atlanta? He did the screening in, in the same place at the epicenter. No shade, but nobody was there. It was about a total of, it was no more than about 30 people that showed up. No shade. Let me see if I can pull up the clip here. He had big ass cutouts. He had it decorated as nice as I did, child. Nobody came. This is how much people did not care about this situation with Omarion. I'm trying to see if I can find the clip online. This was like a few weeks ago that he did this. 
unless they took it down. not seeing it maybe they took it down or maybe he had them take it down because i'm not seeing it. it was on their page or is this it maybe this is it nope that ain't it but he was basically there to um to promote the whole omega book i mean excuse me the the movie that he was doing his documentary and so he had premiered it there at the epicenter. And it was literally like him and Orion and like literally maybe at the most 30 fans, if that. Like nobody really supported it. I'm trying to see if I can find y'all the clip. Damn, it's like they just, it's like he deleted it off the thing. Yeah, none of the videos are showing up. It's cool because I downloaded the videos to my phone because I'm messy. Show did. So I'm going to have to go through my phone and I'll upload it onto Instagram since now he don't want to, you know, he don't want to post it. Now he, they done deleted everything because I guess nobody showed up. But I, I downloaded everything. You know, I keep receipts. So nobody was there at his premiere for Omega. Nobody gave a shit, right? And this was literally a few weeks after I did my event that close to 500 people showed up for. So again, now, so he, he's deleted everything and he's acting like he didn't do this whole movie premiere at the epicenter. So I think at this point he's doing anything to drum up publicity for this because nobody went to the movie premiere. Nobody's talking about Omega. So how can I get the blogs talking by throwing Jay Boog under the bus? Okay. And that's what he's doing. Now, this is my issue. Am I saying Jay Boog is right for taunting, uh, you know, an essay victim? Absolutely not. But this is this is where the hypocrisy comes in, right? What a lot of people don't understand, and this is why I really did not support the tour. Chris Pokes, y'all know that's what I call Chris Stokes. Let me be let me be mature. Chris Stokes, he was all through the tour. He was helping to finance the tour. And they all knew this. So for people who are upset, they all knew this. For y'all who know in the chat, Chris Stokes was a part of this tour from day one. He was helping to fund this. Most of these guys in B2K don't have their don't have money like that. They just don't. I don't know if they squandered it, if they weren't paid like that, but they're not really rich like that. They're living average lives. So the issue is this. Raz B is going uh, on Instagram live saying, I'm scared, I'm scared. And, you know, I have a feeling that Chris is here. He knew Chris was there. He knew Chris was involved because that was my whole thing is, is Chris Stokes anywhere around this? And when I found out that he was still involved, I was cool. I'm not supporting that. And then it made me feel like y'all keep saying that this man abused you. But then in the same breath, y'all have no problem breaking bread with him. So that is the real backstory as to why Jay Boog was wearing that shirt and trying to throw shade at Raz B. Because it's like you're saying that you're scared, but you know, but you knew Chris would be here. So what is the point of you saying that you that you're quitting the tour? But now Omarion, a watermelon, is trying to spin it 
as if Jay Boog is just making fun of him because Raz B was so scared when all of them, Jay, Fizz, Omari, and uh, Raz B all knew that Chris Pokes was somewhere poking around in the background, okay? Now, my issue is this. Uh, thank you, Tresha. Yes, they do not have money like that. Don't let love and hip hop and all that stupid shit fool y'all. Because I used to see uh, Little Fizz all the time in L.A., walking around, sitting at the Saddle Ranch, nowhere near VIP. I, I don't ran into Little Fizz so many times just literally just walking the streets of L.A. No lie. Um, but so he's being so I, I don't like manipulative shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, was Jay Boog antagonizing Rasby? Absolutely. But the way Omari's spinning it is very messy. Because if you understand what was going on in the background, Chris was always there during this tour. Chris was heavily involved. But they all were feeling like, well, we need the money, so it is what it is. I feel like at some point in time, Raz... He's tried to get his story out there. He spoke about it, you know, years ago. And every YouTuber back then who tried to talk about the situation was shut down, sent legal paperwork, everything else, right? So a lot of those videos from back then were taken down. It was cease and desist letters. Like, Chris was not playing. And if you can find old archive videos of Raz B spilling the tea, I mean, he was basically, you know, just telling everything even involving Marcus Houston and all types of stuff. The thing that's very disturbing that really bothers me with the Chris Stokes situation is that this wasn't just a manager. He is Raz B and Ricky Romance's blood cousin, you guys. I don't know if y'all realize this. The person who was allegedly assaulting him, that is his blood cousin. That's very disturbing. So... I, I give Raz B grace. Like he has his issues. He, you know, you know, he goes through things, bipolar, whatever. But imagine being a child and being groomed by somebody who's supposed to protect you, your big cousin. And you know, as little cousins, we look up to our big cousins. You know, they're like our older siblings. That is his blood cousin, you guys. So I'm not feeling Omari even trying to spin this narrative, it's bullshit. If you're not going to tell what really happened, if you're not going to call out the people who, were, who, who allegedly did things to you all, shut up with this weird-ass documentary. Just stop. Because you're just doing this to be spiteful to them because of the versus battle. Like, I'm, I'm really understanding and seeing what a narcissist Omarion is at this point. And I'm not feeling it. Matter of fact, Let's not forget uh, the other dude that was allegedly messed with that had ties to this group. He killed himself a few months ago. His name is alluding me, so y'all gonna have to write it in the chat. But for y'all who know like the history of B2K and all this mess, y'all know who I'm talking about. He literally, because at one point, let me not even go there, but he, he took his life a few months ago. Y'all know who I'm talking about? Yes, thank you, Quentin. Thank you so much. I cannot think his name. Quentin, yes. Quentin Traver. Y'all can look all this stuff up. I, I've never, like, done a whole video on it. I just be sipping tea, child. Like, it's, like, if you live in L.A., you know what I'm saying is not, you know what I'm saying? 
Like, this is like old L.A.T. And Quentin couldn't take it no more. So, Omari, if you're not going to, like, actually spill the tea and say, like, what really happened and, and talk about Quentin, because Quentin was trying for years to get his story told, then just stop with this. Stop using Raz B's, you know what I'm saying, mental breakdowns and, and the trauma that he's been through. Stop using that as a way to get back at these guys, because all y'all are messy. Because don't act like you care now because you were still willing to do you know what I'm saying? The tour, knowing that Chris Stokes was behind the scenes. So stop. This is just silly. Yes, rest in peace to Quinnon. Yeah. Quinn, I said Quinn, Quinn Quinn um, Traver. Y'all can look him up. Quinn with a D. Somebody said it sounds like a deep dive. Yeah, it goes deep. It goes deep. I don't know. It's just, it's a bunch of mess. It's a bunch of mess that's going, I'm, I'm freezing up. Somebody says Young Jack made a song making fun of Raz B. I don't remember that song. That's messed up though. Yeah, he was trying to get his story told. Somebody said, okay, Quindon ran into a brick divider in Dallas. Some people say it was an accident. Some people say he was tired and ran into that divider on purpose. So I don't know. I'm just telling y'all what the streets were saying. Some people were saying that it was him being tired of all the stuff that he went through. And that he ran himself on purpose. Look at the crazy lady who ran herself into six people in L.A. People do it all the time on, on, on S missions. You know what I'm saying? So the whole thing is really sad. It's really sad. So I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that at all. I don't like it. I don't like the way that he's trying to spin it. And I see a lot of people like really, and I'm not taking up for Jay Boog. Jay Boog has his issues. Like I said, he was smashing Omarion's mom. So this is not me. This is not like a Jay Boog defense video, but it's just me seeing through like the narcissistic abuse that Omarion is still inflicting on these guys in this group. And it's not okay because he's using Rasby's trauma to, you know, poke at the other guys when he's really not trying to help Brasby. You're really not trying to hold Chris Polk's accountable. You're just trying to use his trauma to make yourself look good. And it's disgusting to me. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, their story, the whole B2K story and just all the drama around it concerning B2K, Quindine, IMX, Immature, is very sad and disturbing. It's a very disturbing rabbit hole. Let me read some of these two chats here. Um, let's see here. Tamara Weatherspoon says, just want to say how much I love and admire you. I'm a registered nurse from wretched ass Florida. Your videos give me life during an overnight 12 hour shift. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through. Um, let's see here. Jesse Adams says, wait until the robot partners get more advanced with the way dating is now. Things will get bad quick. Mm, that's going to be interesting. Thank you for the super chat. 
Uh, what a gem sent 99 says T. What if because of what's going on around the world, food and water shortages and war, they are preparing for mass deaths of people. AI would be used to replace the loss and become familiar a theory. That's a great theory. I don't disagree with that because it's going to be a lot of craziness coming down the pipeline, especially in the next few years. So I don't disagree with your theory at all. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Sienna Daydream sent $49.99. Thank you so much, Sienna. She says, hey, T, I've been following you since I was 25. I'm 33 now. You are hilarious and your discernment is on point. Thank you for always being unbiased and respecting Christian beliefs. No problem. And thank you so much for the super chat, sis. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Kit Finn says, I grew up listening to gorillas who use animation, etc. but there were humans behind that. Yet all these AI musicians creep me out. Yeah, I remember gorillas. I remember them. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, Teddy Zaddy says, hey, T, I've been a tea sipper since 2010. I love how successful you are now and know that you will shine even more via Viva Lovely Tea. It's French. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for the super chat, love. Uh, Kirby Wiggins sent 10 says, Sean Watson got fined $5 million and suspended 11 games for all nasty he did to those females. Don't know how much good he could do with that amount of money. Dirty dog. I'm going to have to look up that story. I didn't know about that. But thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, Nicole Daniel says, hey, T, do you think the AI fans are mostly bots, though? I don't doubt that they don't have a lot of real fans. The numbers seem a bit high. I wouldn't doubt it either because you got real people who buy subscribers and buy followers and all that weird stuff. So I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, the initial people who were following them were all bots. You know, a lot of people on social media fake it till they make it. They buy blue check marks and all types of stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised at all. So thank you for that. So now we have to hit on this subject before I leave. Um, it's very low-key serious. So it's a lot that's going on right now. Um, I want to hit on the, the Anne Heche situation. So Anne Heche, at one point in time, she used to date Ellen DeGeneres. And so I had thought she died like a few days ago. I'm not sure, but I feel like they've announced her death a few different times on social media. So yesterday they announced that she was officially dead. Um, I think the other days, maybe she was just brain dead and they were just keeping her organs alive. But now she's been officially pronounced dead. So, and there's a lot of conspiracies behind this too. It's very disturbing. I want to uh, show y'all this clip really quick. Of the Anne Hayes situation. Okay. Cause of death has been determined by officials. According to records from the Los Angeles County Department of Medical Examiner Coroner, which were reviewed by E! News, the six-day, seven-night star died from inhalation and thermal injuries, stemming from a car crash on August 5th. Per the coroner's office, other significant conditions that contributed to her death include a sternal fracture due to blunt trauma. Her manner of death has been ruled as an accident, and the records list August 11th as the date of her passing. On August 12th, a rep for Haitia's family confirmed to E that the actress had been pronounced legally dead, though her heart would be kept beating through life support. 
accordance with California law to allow One Legacy Foundation enough time to find recipients who would be a match for the organs which she wished to donate. Two days later, her spokesperson said Heisha was peacefully taken off life support after organ recipients were identified. Heisha's passing comes more than a week after her Mini Cooper collided with a home in the Mar Vista neighborhood of Los Angeles. Per the Los Angeles Fire Department, the vehicle was traveling at a high speed before the collision, so it, quote, burst into flames came to rest 30 feet inside the two-story home. The actress was treated on the scene and rushed to a hospital in critical condition. Aisha's rep later told E the actress had slipped into a coma and did not regain consciousness since shortly after the accident. Okay, so there's a lot of weird things with this uh, Anne Hage situation. So like I said, she used to date Ellen DeGeneres. But what I found funny, if y'all don't know... Um, Ellen DeGeneres' first girlfriend um, that she had when she was like 23 years, I guess like her first official lesbian girlfriend that she had when she was 23 years old, she died in a really horrific car crash. And that is how Ellen DeGeneres low-key got her fame because she was telling jokes about not necessarily the car crash, but the girlfriend that died and saying that, you know, when she died, a bunch of fleas ended up coming to the apartment and they reminded her of the girlfriend. It was just really weird. Yeah, these are like old jokes from the 90s. And she was like using her dead girlfriend's situation as part of like her joke set. And she ended up blowing up from that. And a lot of people later on said, you know, that's very weird that she got into comedy using the death of her dead girlfriend's car accident. And so now fast forward, you know, 20 something years later, one of the main women that she was known to date was Anne Heche. Matter of fact, when Ellen DeGeneres finally came out the closet back in like the, I don't know, late 90s, whatever, when she had that cover, yup, I'm gay. Um, that when she did that cover, I think a little bit after that is when she came out and she announced that she was dating Anne Heche and they were together for several years. Um, they ended up breaking up and then Anne Hache went back to dating men. So um, they since broken up and, you know, moved on with their lives. But um, yeah, they were, that was like a big deal when, when Ellen came out and Anne Hache was the woman that she was out and about with. That was her girlfriend, you know, things like that. So I don't know. I just find it very, very weird that she's had two girlfriends you know what I'm saying, die in car accidents. But that's not even the weirdest part. There is also a video that came out where Anne Hesh, now people are saying she was in a body bag. Other people are saying that she was in a burn blanket. I don't know because I haven't, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. But it's very creepy. All of a sudden she pops up and it's like she's trying to escape. And now they're saying that she was on cocaine and all types of drugs but before the crash she stopped by this black man's wig shop his name was something glass so she shop she stopped by his wig shop and bought a red wig and he said she was coherent she sounded just fine they took a picture together she looked just fine so it's very strange that she went wig shopping moments before she got into this car accident and she had enough, because this was a really serious accident. If you see that house, that house is toe up. But she had enough wherewithal and energy to try to get away and get off the stretcher. Could that be because of the alleged drugs? Could that be the adrenaline? I don't know. Because I always assume when people got into bad accidents like that, 
they just lay there flat. So I'm going to show you this video. It's very scary watching it. Uh, LED was putting some clips together. They're, they're a good Christian channel. I like them. I enjoy some of their content. So they were there. I said, look at LED trying to spill some conspiracy tea. I know that's right. Oh, my gosh. He's completely alive. New surveillance video shows Haitian barreling through an alleyway, nearly hitting a pedestrian. Reportedly speeding when she lost control and slammed into a home last Friday, setting the home and her car on fire. She's been in a coma ever since and on a ventilator. It's a movie. Well, it's called Girl in the Motel, and, and it is a movie about the sex trafficking industry that's going on. It's a multi billion dollar interest. Race has a history with drugs. She's There's nothing here that indicates that a crime has taken place. Richard Glass owns Glass Hair Design in Venice Beach. And less than an hour before Ann crashed her car into a nearby house, she popped into his shop to buy a whip. But Richard says he didn't notice anything out of the ordinary about Ann during their encounter. She wasn't speaking in person. She was very, very cordial, very personable, very polite. Oh my gosh, he's completely alive. They're thinking it's a man, but it's it's Ann. I'm going to play it again. He's completely alive. Okay. Let me come back on the screen. So you guys just saw that video of her, like, trying to climb out. Now, somebody in the chat is saying that they've had traumatic brain injury before, and it could be the body's natural reaction. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know. Um, maybe that was her body reacting, you know, cause of adrenaline and her finally, you know, snapping back to reality, like get me out of here. But it's just very creepy to see that she had that much energy to try and get off that stretcher only for her to like end up, um, you know, passing. Now, another conspiracy that's going on about the whole Anne Hache thing is that she was working on a movie, a true story about S trafficking. I hate the fact that we just can't speak regular English on YouTube. S trafficking, right? And um, I'm going to play you guys a clip of that movie. It's very, very disturbing, everything that's going on. So a lot of people are saying that this might be why. You know, whatever happened to her happened to her, but who knows? These are just the conspiracies of TikTok. Okay, so let me show y'all this really quick. Let's go on that interstate like water. And when there's drugs, there's trafficking. They seduce them. They drug them. After 10 days, they sell them. By understanding how human trafficking really works, you can make a difference in the life of someone else. All right. So y'all just saw that quick snippet. You can watch the whole trailer. It looks really good. I'm, I'm definitely there. They said they're still going to go forward with the movie. So I'm definitely going to watch it when it comes out on Lifetime. Um, but this is very, very disturbing to me. And this is why I really want to hit on this topic, right? Um, put a teacup. If y'all remember when I did the video by uh, the podcast, actually, on Spotify, about the whole Wayfair conspiracy, how um, this was in 2020. And maybe, you know, we were all in the house you know, going crazy and we were just putting shit together that maybe shouldn't go together. But I don't give a damn. I still stand by my Wayfair video. Um, in the Wayfair conspiracy was strange. 
people were like ordering furniture and the furniture was like, they, they were going to go order furniture, right? So let's say they wanted a chaise or they wanted a shelf or an armoire. And the furniture was like $30,000, $40,000. And, and they all had weird names. And one of the names was very, very unique. And I can't think of the name, but it was a very, very unique name. Like child, just uh, boom, shika, leaky, leaky. It was something like that. Like all of these names were very, very unique names. And when people went to go Google the names, like what, this is a weird name for a piece of furniture. Cause usually, you know, they might name furniture like Ashley or, you know, uh, the Nicole, but like all these weird ethnic names and a bunch of them were coming back as missing children. They were like legit missing children. So it started this whole conspiracy that if you were buying this furniture on Wayfair, you weren't really buying furniture. If you spend 30 grand, it'd be one of these missing kids that would be sent to your home. I mean, it was crazy. Like I said, y'all can go watch the video slash podcast is somewhere on my channel, but um, very, very disturbing. But I had, I was telling y'all, like, even if this conspiracy is not true, human trafficking is very real and it's very scary. And I was showing you guys the things that can happen to people. And one of the things I was telling y'all is that be very careful, especially like around the holiday season, you know, when you're shopping at malls and things like that, because some of these people will pull up alongside you in these vans and these vans are soundproof and they will grab you. They'll pull up like they're parking. And you're not realizing anything. You're just getting out your car and they grab you and they throw you in these soundproof vans. And once you're in there, it's a wrap. No one can hear you. Once they have you, you're not getting out of there. Another thing I was telling people, be very, very careful when you find things on your car. Flyers, you know, people will put party flyers. You go to pick it up to read it like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, I want to go to the party. And then all of a sudden your fingers start tingling and you pass out and they grab you and they put you in the car. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. If you guys do not know, I posted this video on my Instagram page earlier today. Madia put it up for me. Um, and basically, it's a young woman in Texas. And she could have, I think, I believe that she was a victim of a possible S trafficking attempt. But thank God she was with her husband. So I'm going to play this video for you guys. It's very, very disturbing. But this is real and it's happening more and more. And people need to be very, very aware of this, especially young people. And this is for men and women. It's not just women getting jacked. There is also men ending up getting jacked up too. What's up, y'all? It's me, Erin Dawn. I just want to share with y'all the experience that I had yesterday on my birthday. What started off as a great day turned into being one of the scariest moments of my life. My husband and I decided to go to Prospect Park on the north side of Houston for Taco Tuesday before we head to the spa. I never made it to the spa or to my birthday dinner because I was immediately rushed to the hospital. I know y'all wondering what happened. Um, after we finished eating, we walked to the car and I had a napkin sticking out of my door handle. So this isn't the actual napkin, but I just wanted to give y'all an idea of how it was sticking out the door handle. So when I saw it, I just picked it up with my fingernails like this and I tossed it out. I didn't touch the napkin, but guess what? I still opened the door with my fingertips. I'm a slick side germaphobe, so normally I wouldn't touch anything like that. But I did have a margarita and I just, I don't know, I guess I just thought maybe my husband put it in the door just playing around or 
just trying not to let up. So once my husband got off the phone, I asked him, did you put a napkin in my door? And he was like, no. So immediately I started looking for the hand sanitizer. I'm like, oh my God. So he was just like, um, just go back inside, wash your hands. It's going to be okay. I went inside, washed my hands. And maybe like two minutes later, my fingertips started tingling. And I'm like, dang, dog, I'm, I'm tripping. Let me just chill. It's not nothing. Got in the car. We started driving. I didn't tell him right away. I said, I'm just going to, you know, wait a few minutes and see how it does. Then maybe after about five minutes, my whole arm just started tingling. Then it starts to feel numb. I got lightheaded. I felt like I couldn't breathe. Um, I just, I got hot. It just was a whole bunch of different feelings at one time. And I, I started to panic. Uh, he calmed me down. He told me to just, you know, just calm down, drink some water, just breathe, just breathe. I took, you know, deep breaths. Um, he called 911 because we weren't in our normal area. So um, we didn't know like where the nearest emergency room was. So he called 911 uh, and they kind of directed us to the nearest hospital. Once we got to the emergency room, I um, explained to them what happened and immediately they brought me to the back, took my uh, blood pressure and everything. They say my vitals were not stable. So they immediately put me in a room and gave me some fluids. They ran a whole bunch of tests. I had a CAT scan, um, just a whole bunch of stuff. I was there for about six and a half hours. The doctor said I had acute poisoning from an unknown substance. I didn't have enough of it in my system to determine what it was. But just that little amount had me messed up, y'all. Like, So just imagine if I would have grabbed it with my full hand. Like... I probably could have been dead, dog. Like, so I'm just recording this to let y'all know, like, be careful. The doctor say it could have been a possible kidnapping attempt. So just for everybody, all the women in Houston and just everywhere, y'all, just be careful when you're out. Um, pay attention to your surroundings. Just just be careful. Be safe. Thank God my husband was there just to help me calm me down and bring me to the emergency room in enough time. They got some crazy ass people in the world, you know, like I never thought this would happen to me or on my side of town. So it could happen anywhere, y'all. I'm just thankful that I'm, I'm here. Uh, I just ask that y'all share this video because everybody needs to know. Everybody needs to be aware of what's going on. What's up, y'all? Okay, let me come back on the screen. Um, that was very disturbing. That's why I was like, as soon as people started sending me that this morning, I'm like, we got to get this up. We got to get the word out. Um, thank goodness that sister's okay. You know, um, she was trying to celebrate her birthday as a fellow Leo, and for her to experience that is just demonic. Um, but it's a lot of scary shit going on out here, and. We have to be aware, especially as women, you know, thank God she was with her husband. So her husband was there to help her. But what if it was, you know, me or you, you know, I got no damn husband no more, honey. You know what I mean? Like, what, what if we didn't have a husband? Like, that is scary to think about that because she could have been by herself and just passed out on the ground and then somebody snatches her up and we don't see her again. 
you know, there's so many missing black women, indigenous women, like so many indigenous women, especially on the border of like Minnesota, Canada, they go missing all the time. You know, black women, uh, children, uh, Latino women, like we have to like really get the word out. It's very scary. I think I like some people say in the chat that it might have been some fentanyl that was placed on that napkin. Um, again, um, when you're dealing drugs, you're supposed to wear gloves, especially when you're dealing with like fentanyl, uh, crack cocaine, pure cocaine. The easiest way for drugs to travel into your system if you are a drug dealer is by chopping up drugs. And if you're doing it barehanded, you can end up, you know, getting high. You know what I'm saying? Because the drugs, you know, it's a fine powder. So it's going through your nail bed. You know, you can end up failing your drug test if well, you shouldn't be dealing drugs and taking a drug test. But I'm just saying, right? So you should be wearing gloves if that's the line of work that you're in. Um, but on some real shit, though, fentanyl. You don't even need like the the amount, like think about the 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 head of a pin, like a you know, like a needle. Just a pinhead amount of fentanyl could kill you. That's how strong fentanyl is. It is very, very strong. And right now, you know, we have an epidemic of young people dying from fentanyl overdoses. Um, even here in the Twin Cities, been a few people I know who've passed. Um a lot of people are saying it's like the 30 milligram, fat, uh, not fentanyl, the 30 milligram perks are what's killing a lot of people in the streets. Um, it's terrifying what's going on out here. It really is. Even me and BL Sherelle, we did a podcast a while back warning people that they were putting fentanyl in the weed. So you have to even be careful smoking weed with people because people are just chasing a high, not knowing that that damn high can kill you. So people are now cutting weed with fentanyl. And there's been stories of kids, you know, they're thinking they're just smoking a joint and they're not waking up. So it's just very evil, the shit that's going on. And I think they might have dipped that napkin in some type of fentanyl solution because all you need is a little bit. So imagine if she would have grabbed it with her whole hand, you know, just anything could have happened to her. And you could just you could still hear the sheer terror in her voice as she was talking about it. So it's very scary. Um, I just want people to be very, very aware, especially my tea sippers, my community. I want y'all to be very careful and let, let the women in your in your life know this. Your cousins, your aunts, your sisters, you know, you're, you're just your family in general. Know what's going on. If you see something like, especially like after the club, that's when a lot of times people place flyers. They'll put them in like your windshield wiper. I don't touch them. I just turn on my windshield and let that shit blow in the breeze. I just don't. You know, it's going to be to the point now where I'm going to just walk around with damn gloves in my purse and put them on my hand before I touch the damn door. That's really, really scary to think about that, that somebody could just do something that wicked and you're not thinking anything of it. You're just trying to move a piece of trash and it's soaked in something. Another thing that's very scary um, is this whole air, the air tag situation with Apple. Apple needs to be sued at this point. I don't like Apple. I'm sorry. I know I'm such an asshole Apple fans. When I tell you, I cannot wait to get rid of this phone and go back to my Google Pixel. I am counting down the days until the Google Pixel 7 comes out. I do not like iPhone. I just, it's just, it's overrated. It makes people sound like robots. I don't have time. But this AirTag shit is pissing me off because me, you know, I'm getting older, so I be forgetting shit. So, you know, I, I've lost keys. I've lost ear pods. So what I do, I use Tile. 
Right. So tile is like a little reminder thing. So if I lose my keys, if I can't find my earbuds, I go to my phone and I hit tile and it beeps. Oh, okay, great. Here go my earbuds. Right. So Apple being greedy, they want to do one better. Oh, don't use tile because tile was in a league of their own. You hook that shit up to your remote control. I'm telling I got the tile everywhere, child. I'm my remote controls. You know, I got some expensive ass remote controls. We ain't got time to be losing them shits. So I got a tile on the back of damn near every remote in the house. Um, you know, we lose remote controls around here. So what they've done now is that Apple felt the way that tile had a monopoly on, you know, lost and found items. So they're like, oh, well, we're going to do one better. We're going to make, you know, air tags. And at first it was cute, but they didn't think like, you know what I'm saying? People are sinister. And see, the problem is with these air tags, it is attached to the movement of your phone. So if somebody buys an air tag and they slip it in your purse or they put it underneath your car, they can now use that air tag to follow you. It is really fucking scary. And I don't know when Apple's going to figure this out because with Tile, you can only go so far. It doesn't follow you like that. It literally beeps in that vicinity. You can't have the Tile, you know. It's just, I don't know. It's just AirTag is very scary. And we even had a situation recently. We've never had this happen before. But all of a sudden, our phones started beeping and saying, oh, you have an AirTag nearby. So the devil is alive. I'll mess with AirTags. So we were literally like trying to search around, like, who has this AirTag that it's picking up? Like, it scared the hell out of me to know that somebody's around with the AirTag and they can follow. You know, and it came to to like multiple people who was with me. It came to our phones that there's an air tag around you. I don't own an air tag, so like it's it's really scary. Oh yeah, I said the devil is a lying. I know damn air tag. I use tile, and I will continue to use tile. So yeah, people have to like really watch it. It's very scary. If you guys are not aware of the things that are going on in human trafficking, it is not a joke. It's not a conspiracy. I know y'all love to dismiss me as crazy, but I'm not too crazy because everything I've been saying been coming to pass. Um, but it's not a conspiracy. It's real. You know, people are using air tags. They're, you know, lacing flyers. They're lacing napkins now. We had that sister just tell her story. They're doing things to get people. So you have to be very, very careful and very, very mindful. Somebody said their, their iPhone got hacked too many times. I thought iPhones were hack proof. I thought that was the whole point. That's crazy. Yeah, I just, you know, I just want to go back to my Google Pixel. I just miss it. I just miss it. It's just, it's just smoother. It's just too many little things. The only thing I like about iPhone is that, what is that called again? Apple Drop. I like that. I like the fact, you know, if I can just drop stuff between my phone and my computer. That is the dopest shit I've ever seen. Android, y'all need to figure this out. But other than that, I just, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with the iPhone. And y'all can't say that I'm being funny because I gave it a chance. I've had this phone for a year. Y'all know usually I don't have an iPhone no more than a month. I, I use it for a month. I'm like, fuck this shit. I sell it, give it to one of my kids. But I've had this phone for a year, so I'm very proud of myself. But I'm ready to go back to Android, okay? I'm ready to go back to my Galaxy. Not No, not Galaxy, excuse me, Pixel. I don't, no, I don't, I don't like Samsung Galaxy. Once you use the Pixel, you can't go back to Galaxy. But, um, oh, it's AirDrop. What do I call it? Apple Drop? <laughs> I always call it Apple Drop. Yeah, man. I'm team, team Android all day. But, yeah, I don't like that. I think um, Apple, they had to get this tag thing figured out because when I tell you, that was, like, really scary. It was very scary to know that it was alerting us 
that we're tagged. There's a tag around us and we're looking and none of us have a tag. So why are we getting this alert? And we're leaving like a venue. So it's very scary. But yeah, it's a mess. Let's see here. Uh, B sent $5. He says there was a $10,000 throw pillow named du- Duplicis. And there was a missing girl with the same last name. Yeah. Those Wayfair stories, I don't care what anybody says. There was some truth to that stuff. Like, these are like very unique names. Like, who charges $10,000 for a throw pillow? A throw pillow should cost you no more than 20 bucks. $10,000 for $10,000. I better get some sucky sucky with that shit. You know what I'm saying? That would be my mind if I was a trafficker. So that, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that doesn't make any other sense why a throw pillow would be $10,000. Sounds like you're buying some type of damn sex slave in a box. Does it come with breakfast in the morning? Like, it's just weird. But like all of this stuff was like $10,000. I'm like an armoire for $10,000, $20,000. Is it going to, you know what I'm saying, walk around the house like in Beauty and the Beast and, you know, grab clothes and fold it and shit and put it in the armoire for itself? Like, what is this, a magical armoire? Why is it 20 grand? That's as much as a, as a car. <laughs> Well, they swerping down. We was reaching and we're crazy. And, oh, the prices were an accident. It was a glitch. We could understand if it was one item. Oh, okay. So just one item is 20000 Yeah, it was literally about 20 different items. They all had weird names. And then remember that crazy girl, the one that was missing? They done drug her out of somewhere. Bobby put a damn gat to her head and said, you better tell them that you're not missing no more. Remember she was cussing everybody out on Instagram? I said, then something ain't right. She's cut like, bitch, we're worried about you. We're looking for you. She cussed everybody out, said she wasn't missing. F y'all. Y'all are nosy. She's living her life. So I said, well, whatever. Glad to know you alive, sis. Y'all remember that crazy girl? She was the main one with the weird name. And people found her. She cussed everybody out, said that we were making her life miserable. Well, not no we, because I didn't go searching for her. Y'all who was searching for her. <laughs> Ain't no way. I was sitting there sipping tea. Y'all went searching for that girl. She cussed everybody out on Instagram, said we were crazy. But people were really concerned because she was on a missing flyer. And she said she didn't want to be found. And how dare everybody find her and, and attach her to this Wayfair controversy. To this day, I feel like Wayfair tapped her on the shoulder and was like, you better turn on your camera and say some shit. Get these people off our heels. Because <laughs> she was so angry. I'm like, why are you mad? Like the internet is concerned about your well-being. Why are you cussing everybody out? I mean, she was like, y'all got to go back and watch that video. She was so mean and angry. What was her look? Somebody called her the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> she was so mad for like no reason. I was like, girl, bye. We won't care next time, ma'am. But yeah, it was it was a lot of stuff going on. Um, let's see here. Pink Ivy sent four ninety nine says, "Did you see MIA's paper, the Paper Planes rapper, new music video? She has an AI as her in the video. You're right about artists doing this now with AIs. Wow. No, I haven't seen it yet, but I would definitely check it out. But she's another one. Does she really need to use an AI, ma'am? You ain't had to hit in damn near ten years. We need to see every bit of you, MIA, since you've been MIA. Like you would think that she'd want to be like, hey, you guys, I'm back. Why use an AI?" You're not hot anymore. She should use herself. That's what we want to see. But she has some good songs. She did. Uh, Paper Planes was a bop. So thank you for the super chat. Um, the one and only Walt sent 999. Thank you, Walt. 
He says, I've seen videos of ladies finding air tags taped to their cars and put in their shopping bags, purses too. Beware out there, stay vigilant. Yes, thank you for speaking on that. It is, it's very scary. And the thing that bothered me the most is, you know, iPhone is sending out an alert like, oh, there's an air tag nearby. But it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's none of ours. But what if you don't have an iPhone? And it's a car full of Android users. What warning do they get? I don't know, man. It's just creepy. I think Android users should get the same warning. It's not fair that somebody with an iPhone and an AirTag that's attached to their iPhone can follow you and you're an Android user. So just some things to think about, Apple. (laughs) Yes, you guys, it's real. Um, Let me see here. Phoenix Black sent five. She said there's another case in Texas where a woman picked up a bill laced with fentanyl and passed out. Wow. So you mean, so we can't even pick up money anymore. It's that bad. Y'all know we love some free money, huh? Don't let me shit. Don't let me see a dollar on the ground. You know how we use that foot? We take our foot be like, <laughs> you put your foot in that dollar and hope nobody sees it. You slide your leg over and shit. <laughs> Damn, we can't even pick up money off the ground. What kind of shit is this? Uh-uh. I love finding free money. You know, back in, don't let it be a 20. You looking at the ground, you look, cause you know, nobody carries cash no more. So to find money nowadays, that's, that's a, that's a blessing from God. <laughs> but back when we was younger, you, you could always find money on the ground. Like that's why a lot of times I would like walk with my head down. Cause I'm looking like, you know what I'm saying? For like loose money and shit, but you can't tell anybody that you see. If you see it first, you better walk over there and put your foot on that dollar and then just kind of keep walking and scooting with that dollar under your foot. Don't play me. Y'all did the same thing. (laughs) So it ain't even safe no more. So now in 2022, if I see some money on the ground, I got to be like, it's probably laced with fentanyl. That's messed up. That's messed up. That's crazy. But I guess when you think about it, who's really losing money, you know, on the ground in 2022 when everybody's using cash app, they're using debit cards and stuff like that. So you know, maybe now when we see money on the ground, it's not a gift from God. It's some, you know, demon trying to, you know what I mean? Set us up to pass out from fentanyl. You know, so you got to look at it like that. But that's good. Back in the day, shit. Don't let there be a $5 blown in the wind. Everybody running towards it. Uh-uh, that's fine. I said it first. <laughs> Everybody's running towards that money, honey. Um, let's see here. Miss Simone. Let's see. Hold on. It just refreshed. Says T fentanyl doesn't work like that unless specifically you're touching a fentanyl patch. Those patches are very rare in the street. Usually fentanyl is in powder form. It will show on a drug screen. So what are they lacing that's knocking people out? Please let us know. So that way we know to stay away from it. Because some people are saying that it's fentanyl mixed with other stuff that they're putting on like the money. But it's something because the other lady said that there was a dollar bill laced with fentanyl. So obviously it can get onto your skin and and make people pass out because there's been a lot of people saying that that has happened. Somebody said, shoot, not even a penny. Yeah, I don't see cash on the ground no more. Not like back in the day. Somebody said, was it PCP or angel dust? I don't know, but whatever it is, it's scary. For her to not even have had her whole hand on it, just her fingertips, and it caused her that much, like, you know, just medical issues where she had to be rushed to the ER. That is scary. 
Um, let's see here. Dejan says the new thing is when driving at night, they tap your bumper to get you to pull over. Y'all stay safe. Yeah, I've heard of that too. That people will try and cause little accidents and then you pull over. Never pull over. If you can drive your car, drive to the nearest either police station, a well-lit area, you know, stuff like that. Never pull over on the side of the road for anyone. So thank you for that. Um, Faith says, people label other people conspiracy theorists just to try and throw you off from the truth. Say conspiracy theory and people look the other way. Facts. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Um, M sent thirteen ninety nine says this is scary. What happened to this world? It is. It's very, very scary. But all you can do is just pray and and just you know say stay as safe as you can. You still got to go out and live your life. I don't believe in sitting at home scared and not. And I'm I'm gonna enjoy my life, child. Okay. So you still got to just enjoy life. Like I tell people, pray when you leave your house and be grateful to God when you make it back safe. That's all you really can do, you know, and just be very extra vigilant, be able to read people's energies. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Miss A Hunt. Hey, sis. She says, T, do you think about Jackie Warlowski passing out on August 4th? She was working on a documentary with Anne. I didn't know about that. Let me look up her name real quick. I didn't know about that. She passed out. Huh. As soon as I put in her name, they put, they have death. Did she die? Oh, she died in a um car. Oh, she died in a car accident. Hold up. I don't know. I don't think I heard about this. Indiana Republican Rep. Jackie Wolanski, well, Wolanski died in a car accident that also killed two staffers. Oh, I didn't know about that. And so she was working with Anne Heche on the documentary. That's very interesting. I didn't know anything. I didn't know about their connection. So she died in a car accident, and then so did Dan, uh, Anne Heche. Hmm. Somebody just, hold on. I'm looking at this article. Is there a connection? Hold on, let me show you on my screen. I'm pulling up this article real quick. So somebody else is saying that there might be a connection as well. So they're saying, is there a connection between the death of Anne Heche and the deaths of Congresswoman Jackie Wolowski and her staff? Congresswoman Jackie Wolowski was working with Anne Heche on a child sex trafficking. Jackie was killed in a car accident the week before. Coincidence. Wow. Mm. I didn't know anything about that, but thank you so much for letting me know. That is definitely suspicious. Scary. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Keisha. Hold on. Uh, Keisha Ortega Sanfai says, I've been a tea sipper for years. It amazes me how things you said come to pass. Tomorrow's my birthday. Leo gang kisses from Panama. Thank you so much, sis, and happy early birthday to you, fellow Leo. Thank you for coming through. Appreciate you. 
Um, a book, Aguto, says, I feel like these corporate companies are somewhat involved in trafficking. Mm, that's interesting. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Michael Scales says, I had three male coworkers get roofied. What? Sorry if it if I didn't spell it right though. Only one only one of them took it seriously. Two of them thought that because they were guys, no one would kidnap them. That happened, I want to say to like this Disney star, like years ago. He was roofied and thrown into a truck. He was they were trying to kidnap him. And he ended up like jumping out of a moving car. I forgot who it was, but it happened to a Disney star years ago, back in the day. Yeah, a lot of men need to realize that they can get drugged too. And, you know, thrown into sex trafficking. So it doesn't just affect women. And if even if they're not thrown into sex trafficking, they can get drugged and robbed and, you know, all types of stuff. So you have to be careful and you have to be very vigilant. You have to watch your drinks, watch your surroundings. It's getting scary out here. Was it Justin Long? Okay, thank you, Justin Long. No, not Orlando Brown. Ain't nobody kidnapping Orlando Brown. You kidnap him and send him right back to where the hell he came from. <clears throat> but yeah, it was Justin Long. Yep, thank you so much. That was crazy what happened to him years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Brianna Campbell says, beware of lace flowers being sold on the road or given to you. That's another tactic being used. Look at all this great advice. Like, I didn't even think about that. And especially in L.A., they sell lace. Well, not lace. I don't know if they're lace, but they sell flowers all the time in L.A. Like on the corner, on the side of the highway, they're always selling flowers and bouquets. So that's very scary. I didn't know that. Uh, somebody, okay, Donna sent five. She says, the patches are dried and scraped. I wear a patch. I know how they do it. Okay, so you're talking about the fentanyl patches. Yeah, because that fentanyl powder, however they get it, it's very strong. You only need a little bit. You know, you don't need a whole lot because the, the patches are supposed to be, you know, time released. So thank you for that. Um, Zerwick the Tank sent $20, said I had a $20 fly flyer on my windshield a long time ago. Girl, I slammed on my brakes and snatched it hella quick. Stay blessed, TNT sippers. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. So she had to fly onto her windshield. I don't blame you. It's like you can't even touch anything nowadays in public. Um, let's see here. Ronafull says, did you hear about the male guards letting male inmates into the female section and watching them are them for hours? It was in Jacksonville, Indiana. I heard about that. That was disgusting. I did hear about that. Very sadistic and disturbing. That was like some, what was that game? The, the not Hunger Games. On Netflix, the Asian people, was that the, the suicide, whatever? It just seemed like one of those games, those crazy games that they were playing. Yeah, if y'all don't know, they literally allowed all of the male inmates, regardless of what they were in there for, they took them and put them in the female prison and just allowed them to have their way with the women. And this came out recently. Squid Games, thank you. I'm thinking about Suicide Squad. 
Squid Games. Yes, that's what it felt like when I heard that storm. Like that is just sickening that they would do that. Hopefully, everybody gets fired and arrested and thrown in jail because that they they basically facilitated the R word, which is just sickening. Uh, Jersey girl says my sister found a roll of money sticking out the ice years ago, but didn't pick it up because the drug dealers were down the street. Yeah, probably better that she didn't. Let's see here. Uh, Kia Amber sent a super sticker. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Blank Space says maybe it's anthrax like they were doing in the mail during 9-11. It could be. It's something. It's definitely something that's knocking people out. So thank you for the super chat. And Cone44 says, I seen all that wagon he was dragging in that leopard dress. Woof! Y'all are mad. <laughs> you see my little twerking video? I was dancing like, what's that girl's name? Erica Banks. <laughs> the DJ was like, I want to see how strong your knees are. <laughs> and I got down there and I did the little Erica Banks dance. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. <laughs> I had a ball, man. That party was so lit. I had such a good time. So thank you. So I've been on here, y'all, for, oh my God, I can't believe it's almost been, it's almost been two hours. This stream has gone on so quick. I don't even feel like it was a two-hour stream at all. We had over 9,000 people in the house. Please make sure you guys hit that like button. Once again, thank you guys so much for joining me today. Um, This was an awesome stream. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys take something away. Also, just be careful out there, ladies and gents. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. Human trafficking is definitely real. So, you know, be safe out there, you guys. Um, Thank you, Manuel Martinez. Thank you for the super sticker. So you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you guys for coming through. I really appreciate y'all. Love y'all. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.